What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Get the good newsletter, all the news they don't want you to hear, and more. Let's get around big tech with the good newsletter. Stay in touch. Go to justinbarclay.com slash good news. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news today. the after show it is the show after the show that's why they call it the after show never a dull moment never have time to get to everything that we want to get to within the show that's why we've created the after show you asked for it you demanded it we're giving the people what they want imagine that surely is something isn't it uh, lots to discuss. We got a Rona report you will not want to miss coming up here in uh, just moments. The latest: Hunter Biden, his laptop, the corruption, and how Congress is uh, ratcheting down on their investigation. Folks, you will not want to miss this. It's all coming up. Appreciate you being here with us today. First, I want to thank the folks who make this program possible that's you by the way no we we have some folks you can uh support some people that uh you can get great products from and i you know look i'll I'll name a few but i think it's very important in fact to at least tell you why we have sponsors you know folks like uh, mike lindell at mypillow mypillow.com slash justin they make the program uh, possible You probably don't know this, but every month, just to do this program, I have to pay for certain things, software, and their expenses. You know, it's not free to stream. And you would think, because, you know, you could just do it from your phone, and you could do it for, you know, uh, your your computer at home or whatnot in your basement. You would think that it's, you know, look, it, it doesn't cost anything. It should be free, and, of course, we... You think that maybe it's it's you know, somebody with a hobby or whatnot, but I'm I'm literally sitting in a radio station, bringing you this behind the scenes live stream that we do every day, and of course the after show, and it costs money to do that. Not only does it cost money, but there are things that we're trying to do as we continue to try and get the word out that I am investing back into what we're doing so that we can get the word out. Why? Because it matters. Because we have a chance to save our country, we have a chance to make a difference. So when you uh, when you Step up and support this program, either by uh, supporting folks like, you know, Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com slash Justin, that promo code Justin. Or maybe you go to uh, the folks at Patriot Switch, SwitchWithJustin.com. Maybe, in fact, it is uh, PrepareWithJustin.com, the folks at My Patriot Supply. Whether you buy a book from me or a tinfoil hat or something cool, especially uh, this weekend, the Not My President's Day sale going on, 20% off for the big guy when you use coupon code 20BIGGUY. 20% off. All of that stuff, it adds up, and you help make this all possible. So a big hats off to you, including the folks who've joined us on Locals. Those folks are becoming supporters and helping. Seven bucks... Seven bucks a month is all it takes. You can become an annual member, by the way. If you become an annual member, you get a month free, and I throw in a copy of my book. I'll sign it and send it to you. JustinBarkley.com slash locals, and uh, the QR code is on the screen right now. So if you hold your phone up to that, you put your camera on it, you can tap that link, and it'll take you right there, and you can join for free. But if you'd like to become a supporter, you can do that, too. But without you, none of this is possible. None of this happens. So our hat's off to you because you make it all happen. And we appreciate you. You know, in fact, whether you're just here and you share the program, because a lot of people will retweet or they will uh, share or they'll, uh, you know, send this off to folks in messages, you know, people that they love, they care about, they want people to hear the truth of what's going on. 
that makes a bigger difference than what you think it might. So even if you can't necessarily afford right now to buy something, uh, well, maybe when you're ready to buy something, just think of us, especially if it's one of those products that uh, that, that that we that we partner with, one of those companies. Uh, that's a good way to do it. But even if you can't, just know that by being here, by engaging in the chat, by sharing, following, liking, all of that stuff, you help make it all possible. And that's why we appreciate you. I just felt like that needed to be said today. So there you go, folks. Lots, uh, well, lots of times I think we just get into the, the uh, I don't know, at least I feel like this way sometimes, is just kind of get into the... Yeah, get get into the motions, and uh, we maybe forget. You know, we get get going through things, and we forget. You know, why some of the stuff matters, and why it's so important. And I just thought we should say that today. So we just had a phone call. Bob on the uh, phone from Florida was talking about the failure of uh, this train derailment situation, and um, one of the questions I think it's pertinent was was answered in the uh, in the press conference from the NTSB. Now, this is what they said. I don't, this is a good question on the truth on this, but this is what they said in the press conference. Uh, according to what I watched or heard yesterday, she, this woman who gives the uh, press conference chair, Jennifer Homendy, uh, said it wasn't a break issue. Um, she says, by the way, this is not this is not Trump's fault. I think that's another piece of... Uh, by, by the way, on CNN, she said, this is not Trump's fault, despite what we've heard. For this investigation and for this derailment, ECP brakes would not have prevented the derailment. The wheel bearing failed on car number 23. So even with ECP brakes, the derailment would have occurred, the fire would have ensued, and the five vinyl chloride tank cars would still have to be vented and burned. So that was, that was her point about, you know, people making, that's Trump's fault, and, you know, they should have had better braking, should have had this, should have had that. In fact, she said that, I think she must have reiterated, I think that's what she must have said at the press conference as well. Car number 23 derailed, and the train initiated an emergency brake application and came to a stop. So the emergency brake application was triggered by the derail. Um, but the question was more about why did this train derail? And the story about why it actually derailed was more to do with what Bob said from uh, Florida. Um. It was the wheel bearings that caught fire in one train. And the question is, why weren't they caught sooner, I guess? And I think a lot of people are asking that question this morning. Why weren't these wheel bearings and the fire caught sooner? There's like these heat sensors, apparently, that uh, that, that, that are supposed to give you a bit of a warning. The, the train passes by them. Every so so often, every so far, they're 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 stretched out, and and that's part of the point that Bob was making when he when he uh, called in this morning. So the question is, should we have more of these uh, closer together? Would that have helped? Is there more to this story that we just haven't kind of wrapped our heads around yet? Uh, or is it just a simple accident? I coined the phrase last night, a tax accident. <laughs> don't, I don't know. I just say a tax accident. I can't say that this was an attack. I don't mean it in, in, in the terms that, you know, this was a terrorist caused this or something along those lines. But I coined that term last night because I thought, we don't know. A lot of the stuff, accident, in, intentional, was coincidental. We don't know. That's the problem with where we are these days in some of this. 23 was a hopper car, which carried plastic pellets. It was the combination of the hot axle and the plastic pellets which started the initial fire. Now, the train passed three wayside defect de detectors, which identify overheated bearings and provide an audible warning to train crews. At each detector, the recorded temperature of the bearing increased. 
Now listen to this. Listen very carefully because there are a lot of people blaming the, the engineer. I don't know if you can blame the engineer. Maybe you can, but listen to these temperatures and tell me if this would have set off an alarm bell for you. From 38 degrees Fahrenheit above the ambient temperature, which at the time was 10 degrees Fahrenheit, to 103 degrees above ambient just 10 miles later. Okay, so that would have been my first, that would have been the first bell for me, and it would have said, well, we're up 100 degrees here, folks. Maybe something's going on. Now, is 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 the engineer or the conductor, whoever you want to call the person that's operating the train, are they monitoring these manually, or is there a computer system monitoring the, this manually? It's another question I have. Both of those temperatures are considered by Norfolk Southern to be non-critical. So there you go. It's a hundred bucks. Now, look at. I would say normally the temperature increase a hundred some odd degrees. Okay, maybe that would be non-critical, especially if it's a hot summer day. But you know, this is cold winter day. They said she said it was like ten degrees outside. So maybe, maybe it's a different situation. Now, how do you fix that? How do you account for that? That's a whole other question that needs to be asked. The critical threshold per Norfolk Southern is above 200 degrees ambient. Mm. Upon passing the third detector with a temperature of 253 degrees above ambient, that's critical. 253 degrees above ambient. A critical audible alarm message sounded instructing the crew to slow and stop the train to inspect the hot axle. And when they, they got that warning, when they were supposed to, but this is according to the book, by the way. This is what they say. You know, this is when they when they got the warning, and it may even be computer that, that did this, or alerted them anyway. When they got the warning, they slowed things down. And if warranted, to set car number 23 out. Now, NTSB investigators at this time have not identified any operational issues with the wayside defect detectors, but we're still looking at them. <laughs> Shelly says, think of this. She said car 23 and we're in 23, year 2023. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame her. It's, uh, it's well, that's just another one of those weird... I don't know. I mean, I hate to say coincidence. You left kind of some of this off. You go, what in the world? I don't have that answer, but yeah, that's interesting. There's also no evidence of track defects. Well, that's important. The engineer at the time was following another train and was already in dynamic braking to slow behind the train. So he increased the brake application to further slow and stop the train meaning he responded immediately. We have no evidence that the crew did anything wrong. And during this deceleration... She kind of stumbled there. So I just caught me at somebody. Just listen to the way she said it. no evidence that the crew did anything wrong. And that may, that may be the case, but the way she said it just kind of made me say... And during this deceleration, the wheel bearing failed. That's what caused the fire. Uh, I will tell you that. Well, let's get this bottle she had there. Um, so you have the derailment, the initial fire that was with the plastic. But then you have this this whole other issue again that I think we're completely losing track of is the government. They decided they were going to set fire to this vinyl chloride. And that is the, the real issue of why we're in this mess right now. Right? We, we, we're in this mess because of this toxic cloud and, of course, the, the, all of this that has fallen on the ground, it's in the water, and, of course, in the air. That, that's a completely, that's a separate, that's a separate event. So I don't know. The other the other thing is that uh, in, we've seen these out now for uh, several days at this point. Hang on. Let me see if I can find you. 
No, this may not. This may not pull it up. Hmm. Trying to think of where I. Yeah, I think this will do it. Yeah. Here is the uh, screenshot of a of security camera footage. CCTV location in Columbiana County, Ohio. According to um, this post here on Twitter, in Norfolk's in it, the Norfolk Southern train appears to be on fire at 8.13 and 48 seconds, at least 41 minutes before the derailment was reported. Now, his question, and I, this is, I think this is very, how did the hotbox detectors not pick this up? 41 minutes prior. Now, something's off if this is true. If the timestamp on the camera is correct and that time actually matches up. By the way, this is CanCon over on Twitter who, uh, who tweeted this. This is this is you got forty some odd minutes here. The thing's on. So why why didn't they why didn't they know it was was something not working? And particularly with the uh, with the computer, maybe there was an issue with the tech with the technology with the software. So I don't know with the sensors. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. But again, this is extra evidence. 41 minutes is a long time. So this is extra evidence of uh, between the time that it derailed and, and when it, at least it was caught at this point on fire. Now that, to me, I see the fire. That would show that it's a little more. That's a little more than the, uh, the 100 degrees over the ambient, they said. That's a little bit more than the 38 degrees over the ambient, whatever it might be. Um, it's uh, it, it's just enough to make you think, and you go, okay, I got all these questions. Again, this is another situation we have fewer answers Fewer answers than we have. Now, this might be some of this is a function just of the fact that, hey, you know, these days with all the information we have available to us, we didn't used to have all of this. And so some of this information is good. Some of it is bad. Some of it leads us astray. In fact, there might be uh, chances for us to be attacked with this information and not even from within. I, I mean, I think we get enough of that propaganda as it is anyway. Um. But there might be other countries that try and throw us off and enter information into the mix that uh, that that causes us to to ask questions and and uh, can be you know disinformation misinformation. I don't like to use those words because they've been so overused recently. But you know what I mean. That's a whole nother question. Jessica said, could the cold temperature of the tracks because of the snow have offset the temp coming through and not allowing the sensor to have accurate readings? I think that's a fair question. I don't know how these sensors work, whether they're on the tracks or whether they're next to the, the tracks or how far away any of that is. But you've got a bright, shining fire, it appears, on that. Let's see. Maybe I can zoom in on it a little bit. Let's see if we can get this. If folks are watching... No, that's about as far in as I can actually zoom on this. But that looks like a pretty bright fire, doesn't it? And there's enough uh, there's enough speculation right now in the question about why some of this would be happening. With everything else we've seen in the last couple of years to make people... I think it gives people the, the, uh, the right to ask these questions. So I, I don't I, I can't tell you. I but it, it again it's just another another piece of the uh of the uh, of the of the puzzle here. Gretter says uh maybe we ought to send another hundred billion to Ukraine, you know, just you know, just in case. 
Yeah, just you know, just keep it safe. Maybe another hundred billion will do it. I don't, I don't know. Shelly says, and then Petey goes to Ohio on the twenty third. Oh, Shelly, stop it! <laughs> You're gonna freak everybody out. It was car twenty three in twenty twenty three. Pete didn't go to Ohio until the twenty third. I don't know. Maybe there's something to all that. It really... <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I have a... I can't... I I am not capable anymore of saying, No, there's nothing there. You're crazy. I can't say that. Uh, you know, sometimes I think we get a little carried away. Sometimes I do think we get a little, you know, off our own tra- tracks or whatever. But, you know, uh, I just, Psalm 23rd, 23rd, well, wait a minute, Patty. You're just throwing new things in now. Um, but we definitely seem to be, uh, we, we seem to be heading through that valley of the shadow, you know. It's all weird. Don says, kind of weird if you think of it. Now, it's all weird. All of this is weird. All of this stuff. And, you know, and I feel like we live in a world nowadays where none of this. I don't. Do you ever feel like, okay, I just want to just go back to normal, whatever that is. But the new normal, you can't, you can't. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, like an understatement now, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I just, I. I wish things were more boring. I I just wish I you know what I mean. I wish things were more boring. I I I kind of really feel that way. Although as things do get more interesting and they heat up, uh, the game before the Super Bowl final score twenty twenty three. Oh no, this is too much. The more things heat up, though, folks, uh, and I know it can be it, it, it. A lot of this can make you feel, you know, hopeless, helpless. You can make you feel like, okay, gosh, I mean, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't blame you for that part. I just, I don't ever want to forget, and I, and I want to continue to remind you that, you know, look, God is still on the throne, no matter what. And as we see, and I think we're going to continue to see more and more of this. A lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. A lot of stuff that, uh, you know, maybe you start adding up and, okay, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It uh, it goes both ways. Uh, but we're going to continue to see this. Um, things are going to get more wild. I said I really wish things were boring. <laughs> really wish things were a little more boring. But I have a feeling things are just going to continue to get more wild. And uh and and certainly more more eventful. But you know if you read that book, you know that the uh, it's uh you know the ending is what counts. Can we just skip 2023? <laughs> How about some good news? The house is cracking down. In fact, uh, they are getting a little closer. They're inching closer towards um, accountability, at least in, in one particular issue. Key Hunter Biden associate is now cooperating with Congress. Former Rosemont Seneca businessman Eric Schwerin 
Going to be a very valuable witness, House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer just told the news. Just the news. The folks on that uh, on that website, and of course, uh, th- this is this is one of the stories that you and I we've all been kind of following. Uh, obviously, the uh, the story of Hunter Biden, his laptop, and it's more than just a guy leaving a laptop somewhere. It's far more than that. It is corruption in the Biden family, corruption in the uh, course in the in the White House, in other branches of government, and. This family selling us off as a country, so to speak, to the highest bidder in places like China, China, Russia, uh, who knows where else, honestly. I mean, story after story, what we have in a laptop is enough alone to show us that uh, what was happening there was very illegal. And, of course, it was a story that you and I were never allowed to hear about because Twitter at the time, 1.0, Twitter 1.0, hid the story from us. Congressional investigators scored a major breakthrough, they say, by securing cooperation with Eric Schwerin. Close business associate of Hunter Biden's also had dealings with Joe Biden's business and tax affairs. He's cooperating with us. That's what House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chairman James Comer said late Thursday evening. His attorneys and my counsel are communicating on a regular basis. Now I feel confident that he's going to work with us and provide us with the information that we have requested. Comrading, I think that Schwerin is going to be a very, very, very valuable witness for us in this investigation. Look, I know there's a lot of folks. In fact, I kind of feel this way at times, too. They're not moving fast enough. I want to see more of this. I want to see these people held accountable. And I particularly want to see uh, some of these folks... I want to see them um, impeached. Mayorkas, Mayor Pete, Biden himself. And I guess in order to do some of that, they got to lay the groundwork. But folks, we got to be out there on the offensive. We got to be out there fighting this fight and taking ground every single day, not just defending, trying to defend things. Anyway, I I just think that those 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 are pieces of the puzzle that uh, that uh, they ought to move and they ought to move a lot quicker than what we're seeing right now. I don't have a lot of patience for this stuff, and I know that uh, the amount of patience I have is far more <laughs> than some other folks that I uh, that, that that I've uh, I've been paying attention to. Speaking of accountability, how about this? Did you see that they called him the nuclear? I can't say. I won't. I don't. The, the nuclear. Well, I'll call him the nuclear emperor. He was wearing stolen clothes, uh, and he's been caught. He was one of the guys that was a the nuclear waste in Department of Energy under Jennifer Granholm, Sam Britton. He was caught, obviously stealing luggage at a uh, at an airport, and. Um, Busted red-handed. Now he's been busted again. In fact, Vanity Fair magazine, kind of getting busted himself, publishing a fashion spread back in 2022 that featured this now disgraced former White House official Sam Britton, who identifies as non-binary, wearing clothes that allegedly were stolen four years ago. Britton, who was charged with felonies for allegedly stealing luggage from multiple airports. This guy was a klepto. Well, this person was a klepto he was uh, since been removed as nuclear official in uh, president biden's administration last december the story now just took a strange twist a woman by the name of asia kamzen a fashion designer recalled having one of her own suitcases stolen from an airport back in 2018 and out of curiosity she visited britain's social media pages to her surprise she said she found multiple items from her personal collection splashed all across Britain's feed. I saw the images. Those were my custom designs, which were lost in that bag in 2018. He wore my clothes, which was stolen 
That was her quote. She told Fox News Digital, but that wasn't all. Vanity Fair also published a photo spread featuring Britain on February 21st, 2022, titled All the Style of Sam Britton. The sub-headline gave a brief description saying the nuclear engineer appointed by President Joe Biden to serve as deputy secretary at the top of the Department of Energy has, in spite of his part, entered the crosshairs of controversy. The reason? A wardrobe made of stiletto heels, grand evening dresses, and flaming lipsticks. But according to a few social media sleuths, one of the dresses this woman, a fashion designer designed was in her suitcase apparently was featured in that spread now you can't make this stuff up in fact look there's a reason i'm telling you all of this i think there's a bigger theme to this story in fact i think there's a bigger piece of it all together but man oh man maybe that's not the right word to use either but <clears throat> this this individual was caught red-handed red-handed Tammy said he probably stole 23 outfits yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, he's been fired. Been fired. That's all been taken care of. But, uh, I sure they, they have somehow, you know, somehow they've probably put him in the witness protection or, you know, so, something where they, they paid him off and he'll go away kind of thing. Um, uh, anyway, this story just keeps getting better and better. In fact, there are several different pieces now and and places on on Twitter where you can you can actually see people have gone through and they've <laughs> they've looked at like oh, yeah, different different uh, I don't know fashion shoots or photos. Like, look, let me just let me just show you a couple of them just to just to give you an example. Here's another one. When the Biden administration lectures us about DEI, I will think of this cross-dresser fetishist stealing a Tanzanian woman's luggage to wear her clothes. This is incredible. Asya Kamasin. I don't know if I'm even saying her name correctly. He, he busted wearing the... The same outfit. Now, now, first of all, folks, it's not just like, hey, he's busted wearing some outfits and, uh, and and maybe it was from somebody who had a suitcase missing. No, he is busted wearing custom. This is designer, custom design stuff. It was, it was designed by this woman. And the more she would go through the photos of this guy, the more she would find her her uh, her designer gear, and it just blew her mind. And I mean, as it should. Uh, th- this is the st- one of the strangest stories. You think the train thing's crazy? This is one of those stories that uh, you just can't. And there's there's so many of these. There are so many of these uh, pictures that they found and uh, probably never would have been caught if, you know, if these weren't like designer, designer outfits. Here he is. They call him Sticky Sam, coming out of court, by the way, and uh, pulling a Mayor Pete. Mr. Brinton, do you still have a security clearance? Are you going to plead guilty today? Did you steal any luggage today? <laughs> <laughs> Are 
You got to put the guilt in today? You still need luggage Why would today? You want some ladies' dirty clothes. Why would you want some ladies' dirty clothes? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. Well, there you have it. If this story doesn't say everything about who they are, and I mean this administration and this whole movement of this, these folks that are uh, lost, I'm sorry, that's the best way to put it. I don't even like to talk about the left anymore because I don't even think like, I just don't feel like that's a right way to describe some of this. The stuff that we're watching is just, it's, it's incredible. But wait, there's more in another piece of just exquisite good news happening today. People getting caught. This is why I want to tell you, no matter what they try to do, no matter how much they try to hide this stuff, it cannot be held back forever. It cannot darkness. Light has a way of exposing things in the dark. Truth has a way. You just cannot hide it. There's just impossible. This is the latest story. When the diversity officer gets caught lying, she's as white as the driven snow, says her mother. The mother of the diversity officer who claims to be multi-ethnic. Well, maybe she's trans- Ethnic. We don't know. She maybe she just identifies this way, folks. I mean, that's the that could be a possibility. Muslim activist Raquel Avita Saraswati, twenty-nine, is the chief equity, inclusion, and culture officer of the American Friends Service Committee, a Quaker organization that fights globally for peace and social justice. And apparently she is also white as the driven snow, according to her mom, Carol Perotti, who says she has chosen to live a lie. I call her Rachel, she told The Intercept, adding that she was born Rachel Elizabeth Seidel. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing. I'm as white as the driven snow, and so is she. I'm German and British, and her father was Calabrese Italian. She's chosen to live a lie. A lie, she says. And I find that very, very sad. Photographs of Miss Saraswati as a child show her with a much lighter skin complexion. Another family member who asked not to be identified confirmed the intercepted Miss Saraswati is white. Oscar Pierre Castro, a human resources professional who helped AFSC hire Miss Saraswati, said the activist presented herself as a, quote, Queer, Muslim, multi-ethnic woman. Now, there you go. I don't even blame her. I blame them for saying that this is the most important piece. Of course, you know how people lie on their resumes all the time? She just lied on her resume. That's all this is. Now, she's been busted, of course. But I almost uh, I almost think the joke is mostly on this organization. It was so important for them to hire a queer, Muslim, multi-ethnic woman. The truth wasn't important, folks. It never is. What was more important was this fake equity. Do you remember Rachel Dolezal? This woman stands by her identity, by the way. She is not backing down from any of this. She says in a statement, the Philadelphia-based organization said, we are in receipt of the documentation alleging that our chief equity, inclusion, and culture officer, Raquel Saraswati, has been misrepresenting her identity. Uh, They say they have given her the opportunity to arrest the allegations against her, and Raquel stands by her identity. Because that's you can you can be anything now that you want to be. You could the, the identity is just a it's, a it's a place in your mind. It, it's not it's not reality. Certainly isn't truth. Raquel also assures us that she remains loyal to the mission, which we firmly believe. So now they're up the creek without a paddle because they're like, oh, we can't fire her because she'll sue us. She probably could. I don't know if she'd win, but in today's day and age, she may. 
AFSC does not require any employer to prove their heritage as a condition of their own employment or in order to be valued as a member on our team. The case is reminiscent of Rachel Dolezal, the white U.S. academic and civil rights activist who made headlines around the world for misrepresenting herself. Remember, she told everybody she was black. She later admitted on TV that she was born biologically white. None of this matters anymore. This is the weird, crazy train that's derailed uh, a time, uh, a long time ago. Long time ago. Can I get a picture? Maybe I can get a good picture of you. Yeah, here's the perfect picture. Oh, sir, you asked the internet, and there it is. It's ready to go for you. Perfect picture. This is uh, Rachel Dolezal, but it's when she was a girl. And then right next to her, the picture of her as an adult trying to, you know, spending some time in the tanning bed and, of course, uh, some sort of uh, chemical there in her hair. Your question, though, is why is it so important to these people? What? Why? Why is this such a big... Well, it's because the world has told them that uh, something weird, something weird here, that we uh, we we care more about, you know, how you identify, and we of course we got to with this. Our values are all out of whack, and truth does not matter. That's where we are. That's where we are. What a wi- what a wild situation we're in, huh? You can't make this stuff up. I've got more. <sighs> and, and like all these stories are, are on the same, they're kind of on the same vein anyway. Uh, this is, uh, do you know who Angela Davis is? Marxist, famous uh, activist, professor Marxist, made her, her whole cause all about uh, race and everything. It's a civil rights, that's what she'll tell you, but they're, they're, it's... um. It's really interesting. Uh, her history is very, yeah, I'll say diverse. That'll be a good way to put it. Yeah, her history is very diverse. Yes. Uh, in fact, she, uh, she, she's got a long and extensive history, some of it as a Marxist, communist, activist, uh, almost any ist you can throw in the but the goodest anyway. Those are the goodest. You don't want to be called the baddest. Uh, she's a goodest. She's got a long list of goodists. In fact, uh, she was, I think, responsible for the deaths of a few people in a courtroom. I can't remember the full story on this, but she, you know, all that's, you know, it just makes her somebody who we should look up to now because she did it, you know, for the cause. And so they had her on PBS program. Henry Louis Gates Jr. does this thing where they get to go back and they try and find your roots and your past and who you really are. And people go on this show because they want to know more about their history. And I'm sure she thought she was going to find out something completely different. She found out she wasn't who she thought she was. Listen to this. That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. No, I can't believe this. No. My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. You, your ancestors came no. on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You no. are descended no, no, no. from one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Oof. That's a little bit too much <laughs> to deal with right now. Did you ever, in your wildest dreams... Think that you may have descended from people who laid never the foundation never for this country. Never. <laughs> She's a colonizer. Never. Never. <laughs> oh wow. There's there's actually this program is kind of interesting. It's 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 uh it's got a history of doing this with people. Which just goes to show you, there's what you think in your mind, and then there's the truth. And a lot of times, we're finding out, particularly with people like um, 
this that have just gone completely off the rails is that uh, is that the truth and and uh, and their perception they, they don't always line up do they they don't always line up isn't uh, isn't that interesting uh, yeah, we've even got more good news. In fact, I'll get to some more of uh, of the good news uh, coming up here in just a little bit. First, I want to get into the Rona report, folks. There are some updates I got to bring in. From the High Priest of Health. Uh, you know, you know it's, uh, it's problematic, you know, because what the thing of the matter is, is that uh, Anderson, we are... Shut up, Mr. Fauci-ouchy. Mr. Booster. High priest of health. We have some sudden and unexpected uh, deaths we need to go through, but... that's dark and 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 quite frankly I'm I'm never celebrate any of that it's just heartbreaking yeah I guess in more ways than one it's but it is it's just heartbreaking when I see these stories uh, but I'd rather focus on some of the good things in other words the movement happening right now back to common sense in some ways and Bill Maher is kind of leading that charge calling out the left over the COVID fear porn and what it uh, what it actually did to people. In fact, he thinks it's bad for everyone, all of us, including bad for business, bad for the science. So in the paper today, kind of a big story, I think. I wonder how much it's going to get covered in the liberal media because it's about how natural immunity, they did a giant study, 65 countries, or maybe something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all. Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. This is the kind of thing, I, you know, my problem with the media from both sides is not that you, you guys lie. It's that you tell me your side of the story that you want me to know. You don't tell me the whole story. I'd be curious as to how much play this story gets, because... I, I remember reading that they did a study of Republicans versus Democrats. The question was, what percentage, this is like a year and a half ago, what percentage of people who get COVID require hospitalization? The answer is less than 1%. Almost half of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Wow. They listened to your network. Where do they get that kind of information? Look at a smile on his face. That's bad information they have in their head, and it's from one side. You know, he's right, and quite frankly, this is good news. Bill Maher is standing up, fighting back, and talking about this stuff. It's, it's, it shouldn't have taken this long. And I, I'm not just talking about Bill. I mean, I'm I'm glad that that he is he's speaking up. Now we're not going to agree on everything, but it seems like we do have some ground that we can that we can come together on. Uh, I I got to give him credit. But you look in the world where we are dealing with the Rachel Dolezals and the uh, whatever this lady's name is, Sam Brent, and all these other people in the world that we're in nowadays, where we deal with these things, we are so far from the truth. We some of these people won't know it until it smacks them upside the head. The good news, the encouraging part of this, is that that we are starting to see. People looking for truth more and more these days as they are constantly being lied to and they find themselves in a world they just don't understand or recognize. San Francisco Chronicle ran an uplifting story uh, Wednesday headline, School Districts Can't Require COVID Vaccines. California Supreme Court affirming. In December 2021, a California court struck down the San Diego school system's local vaccine mandate for kids Attending school districts, the school district appealed, and in November 22, the appellate court upheld the lower court and denied the appeal. This time, the district didn't appeal, but two charter schools and a former state senator 
Dr. Richard Pan asked the California Supreme Court for a limited type of relief. They asked the Supreme Court to let the decision stand, but to make it unpublished, meaning that it could never be cited by any future case and would not bind any other California courts or school districts. But on Wednesday, California Supreme Court denied their request, declining to modify the case in any way, leaving it as binding, citable precedent. It will now take a state law mandate in order to mandate COVID jabs in California. Districts can't do it for themselves. A couple of sudden and unexpected deaths. A couple of different actors. The sudden and unexpe- uh, unexpected coincidences continue to mount. They're tragic every time we hear about them. And unfortunately, uh, completely avoidable. This one is uh, actor Jansen Panettiere, 28, a child star of the 2000s and brother of actress Hayden Panettiere, had his final curtain call Sunday when he suddenly and unexpectedly died at home, according to the story. I, you know, I don't know who this is, but I, it does not matter. Uh, any of these deaths are just absolutely tragic to me. Friends went to his house, found him dead, sitting upright in a chair. They have no idea what killed Jansen, totally baffled X, except they ruled out foul play. And of course, you know, one thing that it couldn't possibly have been, they say, of course, coffee and COVID's Jeff Tiller's rights, because the one thing that's 100% safe and effective, according to the CDC, that can't hurt anybody. Now, who knows? In these situations, could it possibly be drugs? Could there be other things? We don't We don't always get all the answers. We ought to have more. I'd love to have more answers. 28-year-old kid. Again, gone way too soon. But wait, there's more. There's another one. Popular actor Cody Longo, who appeared on Days of Our Lives in Nashville, among others, died suddenly and unexpectedly on February 10th after an unidentified brief illness. In other words, he died overnight and was found in bed. He leaves behind his wife, Stephanie Clark, and their two young children. Reports explain that Cody, after Cody did not answer his repeated calls, Stephanie called for a welfare check and Cody was found dead in his bed in one of the family's residences in Austin, Texas. USA Today reported no cause of death had been provided following the usual bizarre recent template. Media is cheerfully reporting everything Cody ever did wrong, such as being arrested 10 years ago for domestic assault after an argument with his wife, going to rehab once for alcohol-related issues. All of these other things that may or may not have to do with his actual cause of death, but it tends to make us think, well, it could have been. It could have been other other things. We just don't know. And again, there's one thing that you just, whatever you do, cannot talk about. Whatever you do, don't bring it up. It is the, <clears throat> you know what. I guess I ought to give you some good news. I watched it last night. Everything sort of came to a close. And it was official, and yet it was unofficial all in one fell swoop last night. Um, The big revival that was happening, Asbury University, Wilmore, Kentucky, Pretty much on the campus of Asbury, anyway, came to a close last night. It's because they've passed it on. At least it appears that way. They've passed on the flame, so to speak. Last night they held a prayer rally event. I'll say it's Collegiate Day of Prayer 
and they ended the on-campus festivities in uh, in just a really exciting um, event where students came to pray, came to worship, but was planned, I guess, a year or so back uh, on this campus actually ends up culminating uh, and wrapping up the entire ordeal. Now, this thing has spread to other campuses. Um, it has spread throughout the country in so many different ways. It has spread throughout the world. We have seen some pretty amazing things happen. Um, this is described on Twitter, uh, Asbury Revival Day 7. Tonight, an Asbury student from Brazil was testifying about what God had done for him at school. And during the revival, as an international student, he was describing the challenges and how God was always faithful to meet his needs for all kinds of things like food, clothing, you name it, and then this happened. You can't see it, but uh, people started bringing money up to the stage. In fact, I think one guy may have thrown down a, a money clip from the balcony full of money. People, one guy throwing dollars on the stage, almost like making it rain. This was a moment that touched people. People from all inside that auditorium came up. To lay money down. reminded how bad you know folks we've been told how bad christianity is i'm reminded at how bad you know white people are and how bad our society how bad our country is it was incredible to witness all of this and There's so much more. I can't even begin to scratch the surface of what took place over the oh, little over two weeks' time at that university. I, I told you when I came back on Tuesday that um, that I went. I, I, I visited on Saturday. I'll be talking more about it in the coming days. In fact, next week... On a Thursday night in West Michigan, Grand Rapids, particularly at a church, I was invited by a group who's been praying for revival. They've been praying that this might happen uh, here in West Michigan and throughout the country and the world. They've been praying for this, and they finally have seen it up close and personal. They've been praying for it, and when they heard me talk about it, particularly one individual said, hey, we'd love to have you come. So uh, if you would like to be at that event, stick with me. I'll give you details on that uh, when I know more. But I believe it's uh, Calvary Church, and that's the second. And I want to say it starts at 7 o'clock. I think that's the, uh, the time frame. I'll send out more information and talk about it more in the next week or so, but... If you're in the area and you'd like to come by, there'll be prayer, there'll be worship, and I'll share a little bit about what I saw. I will tell you that I was encouraged to see God moving in ways that I, I've never seen before. Um, I was encouraged to know that God is still on the throne. And I was encouraged to see him move, particularly in the youth, in young people. 
Because one of the things that I'm, I'm constantly concerned about, and I'm sure you are too, is what does the future of this country look like, particularly with the upcoming generation? So to let you know that there are enough people with good heads on their shoulders, and of course, there are enough people that are putting God in the center of it all, that that ought to be enough to encourage us all. It sure did for me. What a moment in all of the uh, all of the festivities, the, the moments, magic of the last couple of weeks. They officially put the wraps on that, but it is spread all over the country, and we continue to pray that we'll see that flame spread to glorify God as it does. That's it, folks. Wishing you the best. Back Monday at 9.06. God bless. theories all of mine have come true whether it's the original t-shirt that launched and started it all or any of the new gear t-shirt hoodies all of the cool stuff we have in the store at justinbarclay.com store anything you buy not only helps support what we're doing here getting the word out sharing the truth and the stories that matter most but also helps spark some much-needed conversation when you're out and about talking to people my new favorite yeah obviously the justin uh, quarter zip yeah that that's great, but I love the brand new One Nation Under God hoodie and t-shirt that's available in multiple sizes and colors. You can grab them right now at justinbarclay.com slash store and get geared up today. Thank you for your support. We're talking about shortages now on children's medications, but we've seen shortages on everything, folks, from toilet paper, children's medication, food shortages. Eventually, we're going to be faced with food shortages it's coming, and sooner rather than later. Get prepared. Now, I never want to make you feel afraid. I never want to invoke a spirit of fear here. I, I want you to be empowered. Think about what may be coming down the road so that you can get prepared for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones. Go to preparewithjustin.com and take a look at my Patriot Supply. They've got food and gear for nearly every need. You know, whether it's natural disaster or man-made, or in this case, Biden-made World Economic Forum, uh, made national disaster, whatever it might be, these these things are coming. Disaster will strike at some point, and we can get ready. My favorite motto is prepare like it all depends on me and pray like it all depends on God. Get ready with my Patriot Supply when you go to preparewithjustin.com. That's preparewithjustin.com. Go today and save some money. Plus, get ready, no matter what's coming. Mike Lindell has done it again. Well, the inventor of my pillow, of course. And my sheets, the Giza Dream sheets, and the slippers, and the bathrobes, and the towels, and everything Mike has at my pillow has come up with something brand spanking new. It's my pillow 2.0. Now, I have been sworn to secrecy. Uh, about a month and a half or so back, Mike told uh, a small gathering of folks what he was working on in an undisclosed location. It was my pillow 2.0. It's the same great pillow that you've known and grown to love, but with new and improved technology. You know, you're always tossing and turning, trying to sleep at night, unless you have a my pillow. 
And occasionally when you do wake up, you are searching for the cool side of the pillow. Well, you'll always be able to find it with the new patented cooling technology. All part of my pillow. 2.0. When you go to MyPillow.com slash Justin, you can save. Buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. Plus, you'll save big 80% off when you use promo code Justin on just about any and everything else inside the store at MyPillow.com slash Justin or MyStore.com slash Justin. You can help support this great American, Mike Lindell, by grabbing some of those sheets, grabbing the towels, maybe even grabbing slippers. Valentine's Day is on the way. Grab something great for your sweetie. I got the slippers for Lizzie, and she is going to love them. Plus, my pillow mattresses. Yes, you can grab a mattress now and sleep in style. But sleep, knowing that you have helped fund this effort to save the country. And, of course, you help support our program at the same time. It's a win-win-win for everybody. Mike Lindell, my pillow, and, of course, this program as well. Thanks to you and Mike Lindell from MyPillow.com slash Justin, promo code Justin. The Reawaken America Tour is coming to Miami, Florida, and Trump Doral. Yep, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Get a full list of all of the folks who will be speaking, including General Flynn, Clay Clark, of course, Mike Lindell, many, many others who have spoken in every event. They've crisscrossed the nation trying to wake people up. It's time. Go to timetofreeamerica.com to request your tickets or text 918-851-0102. Now, you can name your own price on these tickets. They'll work with you. They're not trying to break the bank. They just want to get the word out. The Reawaken America Tour coming to Trump Doral, May 12th and 13th. Time to Free America. Go to timetofreeamerica.com. That's timetofreeamerica.com today. And the Bible tells us that we will face trials of all kinds, folks. They're coming. How can you face them with a little hope, with a little joy, with a peace beyond understanding? My wife and I know this. We've been through it. The ringer with our little girl. Our first was born 27 weeks. She's born a little early. God had a different plan. We felt a peace through it all. Talk about her story, and I share what sustained us through it all and gives me the perspective, the hope to fight and continue, no matter what we face in the coming days. We've seen the worst from the World Economic Forum. We've seen our very own government turn on us in a lot of ways. We've seen economically what can happen in this country and even more on the horizon. You don't want to think about those things. They are coming. But how can you get prepared to fight against it? Now, I've talked about ways you can physically do that, but how do you prepare your mind? How do you prepare your soul? How do you get your family ready? That's why I wrote my book, Good News, Hope, and Encouragement for Trying Times. I want to share the good news. I want to show you how to spot it, create it, and share it with others in your life. Well, of course, if you want to grab a signed copy of the book, you can get it right now. I'd love to send it to you. Go to justinbarkley.com slash store to get your copy. justinbarkley.com slash store. I'll sign it, send it to you, and get it in your hands. We just got a new shipment in, and I'd love to give you a copy of my book so that you can get the good news today. Make it a great day. God bless.